Hello, my creative friends. Welcome to the Do It For The Process podcast. It's an honor to be with you in this space once again. This week, I will be in your podcast feed every single day. Are you ready for this? (laughs) I will be sharing our Share The Work episodes right here inside of this podcast feed. The Share The Work series is a five-part mini course that I'm offering to the creative community. And if you like video, there's video. If you like live workshops, there are live workshops. If you like worksheets and work pages, then I have those for you as well. So this podcast episode is basically the recorded version of one of the videos. So again, if you wanna go watch this and see my beautiful face and my graphics that I've worked so hard to create, then you can do that at emilyjeffordslearn.com forward slash share the work. You can access everything right there. I will also be going live and answering your questions, talking about this content live in the room with you each day at noon. You can find me on Instagram, or if you prefer a private community space, then join the Share the Work community on Facebook. You can just search for Share the Work and you'll find it right there. Okay, today in episode one of Share the Work, we're gonna be talking about how to create good artwork. (laughs) I love this topic because I get to just basically affirm how beautiful what you make is and how valuable it is and how I want you to progress and to continue working at it and to just pour your whole self into it because what you create is so needed, especially especially with our world in chaos as it always is, but in particular right now, the beautiful things that come from your mind and from your hands and from your heart, they really, really matter. I know that you know that in theory, but I want you to know that, like deep, deep down in your belly know that. So dive in. Um, I mean, just keep listening, really. Don't, don't have to dive in. Just stay tuned. Just don't, don't click go away. Don't click stop. <laughs> and you get to hear it. You'll hear me talk a little bit in this episode about making artwork. And some of you are like, I know making artwork. I've taken it. I love it. It's my jam. And others may be unfamiliar with it. So if you're unfamiliar with making artwork, it is a 12-week course that I offer to the creative community once a year. It takes you all the way from allowing your dreams and visions to be big and to be actualized and to be even just spoken out loud. That's the first step, right? Um, That's module one's content. And then we go all the way through module 12. And by the end, you will know everything you need to know about running a creative business. Everything from nitty gritty things like how to set up your shop listings to way bigger things like how to run marketing campaigns and how to approach brands and how to work with galleries and how to uh, license your work. All kinds of things are are discussed inside of this course. It is very comprehensive. It is a dense library of passion and information, and the community is so empowering, and I'm very excited by it. We also have the best guest experts in the entire world, in my humble opinion. Morgan Harper Nichols, Bonnie Christine, Jenna Rainey, uh, Tara Ashton, my my brand photographer, Karen Shipper, my brand designer. There are so many guest experts inside of this course. It is not just me, although I share as openly and freely as my little tongue and brain will allow. I talk a lot (laughs) in this course, and I hope you don't mind my voice because you might hear a lot of it. Anyways, the course opens on March 3rd. I can't wait to see you in there. Okay, enough talking for now. Let's dive in to share the work, shall we? Here we go. 
Welcome to Share the Work. I'm so happy and honored that you're here. Over the next five days, I'm going to use your time as wisely as possible to help you grow a creative career that looks just like you. Unique, beautiful, founded in your creative work, ready to help your creative passions thrive in the world. Are you ready? Each day we'll dive into one unique step. Step number one we'll focus on today is creating valuable work that sells. Tomorrow we'll talk about attracting an audience to your work. The next day we'll talk about creating a totally unique and beautiful brand. The fourth day we'll talk about marketing and sharing your work. And I'll talk about the five different ways that I would market my work if I could only choose five ways. And on the fifth day, we'll talk about how to grow a unique and diverse creative career, one that can allow for all of your creative expression to come into play inside of your business. You ready? Today we'll talk about, like I said, how to create valuable work that sells. One of the first things that happens after each collection launch that I release is the work is out in the world, I'm nervous, I'm excited, I've poured a lot into this body of work, my audience is excited, they're responding, they usually buy it all pretty quickly, which is awesome. And then the second wave of feedback comes into my life. How do you do that? I don't know how to sell anything. None of my artwork sells. I'm listing my work, no one's buying it. How do you do this, Emily? <laughs> Let's talk about that. Over the next five days, we're gonna dive into how to create work that you love, that you resonate with, and then how to begin to sell that work effectively and in a way that you can depend on. And then from there, we'll talk about how to grow a creative business around your work. Before we dive into that, let me talk about how this training will be delivered, how you can consume it best, the flow, you know? Each morning, a video like this one will come out, which is full of concrete action steps, things that you can digest and internalize and think through and take notes on, the nerdy stuff, right? Each day at noon, I'll be going live in our private Facebook group, which is called Share the Work. You can search for it on Facebook, get access to it. It's a private group just for this community. In that space, I will talk about the topic of the day, take your questions, we'll talk about some ways that you can internalize this and make this real in your business. After that, you'll also be receiving a worksheet because I love a good worksheet. I love to think through things and to write them down and to make them feel real inside of my brain, in my heart, and inside of my business. And that's one way that I like to do that. So worksheets every day, you know I love some homework. I'm not gonna grade you, I'm not gonna check your worksheets, but it will be a good way for you to internalize information. One more fun layer to this is, I don't want these things just to sit in your brain. I'm sure your brain is beautiful. I'm sure that it is a lovely place, but, if the beauty that you're absorbing and internalizing doesn't have the chance to come out and to be expressed, then it's not really doing anyone any good. So part of this, of this training is going to be helping you take action. Now I'll give you some safe places to do that. You don't have to go and you know talk about it to the whole world, but we will be asking you to take action, which will take some bravery and I hope that you're here for it. I know without a shadow of a doubt that if you follow me through this one week, this five days, your life will be changed. And I know that because every year we have students that go through Share the Work and say that this week alone changed their life, much less the transformation that takes place inside of making artwork, the full 12 week course that I offer, which opens on March 3rd. All right, let's dive into today's topic, shall we? Creating valuable work that sells. The first step, the very first step 
in owning your role as artist, as creative, is acknowledging that the work that you create is good. And I know this can be hard because we're all on a journey. We're all progressing. Our work will get better and better every single year. That's how skills work, right? And also with that knowledge, you can also acknowledge that the work that you're creating now is good and it has merit and it is of value. That is step number one. So we're gonna spend some time talking about that today. How do you actually determine how valuable your work is? How do you acknowledge its value? How do you bring it to the world in a way that esteems its value? It's not easy, but we can do it together, shall we? When you understand that your work is worthy, you begin to treat your work differently. I'm gonna say that again because I want you to hear this. I want you to write this down. When you believe that your work is worthy, you begin to treat it differently. You begin to elevate your work. Throughout the course, Making Artwork, you're gonna hear me use that word a lot, elevating your work. And that comes into play in all kinds of little ways, some of which we'll actually talk about in this mini series. But elevating your work is what happens when you say, the thing that I created in my mind, it gave me life, it gave me joy, it gave me peace and beauty and connection and whatever else it gave you. Those things are good, right? You put them, you put those, those good energies, those good thoughts, those good feelings into your work. It gives that back to you. This beautiful harmony is happening. This beautiful competition is happening. Now the work is sitting in your hands or wherever it's living in the world, right? What happens when you begin to elevate your work is you begin to say, this work is good. This work matters. This work that I've created, it brought goodness to me. It will bring goodness to others. And when you begin to elevate it, you begin to think, since the work is good, everything around the work can also be good. Tangibly, that looks like the photography. That looks like your website. That looks like it looks like how you talk about the work. Um, it looks like how you package the work and share it with the world. It looks like where you choose to display your work at galleries or in coffee shops or wherever your work needs to live out and about in the world. Um, choosing your wholesale partners wisely, choosing your brand collaborations well, choosing which magazines get to talk about your work. As a person who represents their work in the world, which all artists and creatives do, you are the representation of your brand out in the world. With that in mind, everything that you do that surrounds your creative work gets to elevate your work or gets to detract from your work. So as you begin to market your work really effectively, you are allowing your work to shine. And as your work is able to shine, it will attract people to it. Literally attract them like a magnet. You don't have to do that much. You just have to let it be in the world beautifully and powerfully let it have a voice. But before we can do any of that, which we will talk about over the next couple of days, we have to begin with the internal monologue. The internal monologue is very important because what you believe about your own creative work is what will be served on that platter to your audience. What will be put on that pedestal for your viewers to see. So what do you think about your own work? Let's start there for day one. It's the most critical, the most important step of all. Why do you create your work? I'm gonna ask you some questions and I would love for you to answer these on the worksheet that we'll be sending you to today. Why do you create your work? 
And this can be really esoteric or it can be really, you know, nitty gritty, depending on how your brain wants to operate. There are no wrong or right answers here. The wrong answer would be because I don't like to create, then stop. <laughs> I, that's not your answer, I know that. So why do you create your work? What meaning does it bring to the world? And as you answer this question, don't get overwhelmed, keep it simple. If your work makes someone a tiny bit happier, then that is enough, that is enough. If it makes you a tiny bit happier, that's plenty, that's, that's all there, that's the best, <laughs> that's the very best. How does it benefit the viewer? And the viewer can be you, it can be your partner, it can be your best friend, it could be a thousand people, whatever it is. How does it benefit the viewer? And again, don't ever think this. Don't ever complicate it, don't get too in your head. Keep it simple. What messages are conveyed through your work? And this could be through an individual piece of artwork or a thing that you've created, or it can be a body of work or an entire message for your entire career. What messages are conveyed through your art or your creative work? And then why do those messages matter? So we're gonna take it away from your art for a moment. We're gonna think, my work is doing this, it means this to me, it means this to my viewer, I'm trying to convey these messages. Now, why did those messages matter? And you're not a part of that, which is so nice, right? Those messages, that meaning, that depth has a purpose. Why does the viewer need to consider that meaning and that message for a moment? Um, that one can be really empowering and I hope that you let it internalize and become empowering for you. Dream about the vision that you have for your work. Acknowledge that those dreams and those aspirations for your work are the first step in you allowing your work to be big and beautiful in the world. This is the thing that I spend 12 whole weeks talking about inside of Making Art Work, which is the idea and the concept that you, as the artist, are in charge of your work's voice in the world. It may go viral. It may be picked up by a gallery and the gallery can do its part to speak louder on your behalf. You may get published in a great magazine. Great. Guess who made all those things happen? You. You. That's awesome. So you are the one who's in charge of giving your work a platform and a voice and a stage to be beholden and to be seen and to be cherished and admired. Now, as you begin thinking, which of my work belongs in the public eye? Not all work needs to be seen by the public, am I right? Uh, I recently released a collection of artwork. I think there were 16 pieces in the collection. They were sold very, very quickly. But outside of those 16 that I chose to add to this collection, there are probably 40 more that I did not choose to put in the collection for a variety of reasons, all of which are my own. And I get to do that as the artist and so do you. Which of your works belong in the public eye? Now, this is a place where you get to be a bit editorial. This is a place where your judgment can come into, into play. And as an artist who is in charge of creating your body of work, creating your vision in the world, this is part of your job is saying, this is good, this is practice, <laughs> right? Like that's okay, that's completely okay. So as we evaluate our work and decide which pieces are, are worthy of being put on that beautiful platform and not on that pedestal, and which ones are not, this is where you get to use your judgment. 
I, I wrote in a poem recently that judgment is reserved for the edit and not the experience. And I love this phrase in the concept or in the context of creativity because judgment being used for the experience isn't helpful. When we're being overly critical and harsh on every single micro decision and feeling and we're not allowing ourselves to go into that creative flow, we're not creating from a sense of wonder or a sense of magic. And that is very important for the creative process. But as we step out of that creative phase and into the editorial curating, um, you know, evaluating our work phase, having a sense of judgment, healthy, healthy critique is really helpful as you progress in your creative career. If you are a bit overwhelmed by evaluating your work, I have some questions for you that I think will be very helpful as you sit with your work and decide, is this work good? Because that question can be very overwhelming. And if you are in a slightly negative headspace, everything looks bad. Am I right? Everything looks bad. So when you come to these questions, please be well rested. Please be in a positive frame of mind. Please soak yourself in love for your work. Please acknowledge that you have tremendous ability, that your work is needed inside of your life and inside of the lives of others. So come to it with this really healthy, positive frame of mind, and then go through these questions when you're ready to do so. The questions are, does it resonate with you? Is the concept one that excites you? Can you sit with the piece in peace for a moment? Two different pieces there. Can you sit with it in peace? Just being relaxed, being in its presence without having to overanalyze it or hyper, you know, critically examine all the details of it. Did it feel good to create on an emotional and physical level? Did you have fun? That often comes through in your work. When you're having fun in the creative process, there's something magical that appears in the final result. And that's very special. Did you create because of joy? Were your motives pure? <laughs> it's a, kind of a strange way to phrase that. But what I mean by that is when you create for external validation or for a sale or for a collector or for something that's just outside of your emotional scope, that can often creep in and add a little bit of judgment and criticism to the process. And that can often sneak a few negative things into the work that we don't really want to be there. Now, I'm not saying that you can't have those thoughts and ideas just outside of your orifice. You absolutely can and probably do. It's almost impossible not to. But when you create because of those things, the work shifts a little bit in energy. And I'm speaking from experience here. I've created many paintings because I needed to make a sale. I'm a professional, right? This is my job. Um, I've created many things because I had a commissioner who was, you know, had a deadline and I had to get it done and I wasn't in the mood, but the deadline demanded what it demanded. Um, I've created many things because I know that they'll do good on Instagram. Not proud of it, but it's true. When I have that mindset though, I'm not in the magic. And I can feel that difference inside of me. So I really encourage you that when you're settling into your creative flow, put those things away just for a little bit. Try to find that connection between you and your work. And if you've done that, I bet the work is probably pretty good. Probably pretty good. Do you enjoy living around the work? If you can spend time with your work in your living room, 
uh, in your house, in your studio, just being near your work, then it's probably pretty good also because you're you're most likely the, the most critical person in the room when it comes to your own creative work. And if you can sit with it peacefully, then you're golden, you're golden. Does it feel true to your vision, your worldview, and your unique creative voice? This is a really big one, especially for artists that are just beginning because often we can, we can harvest a lot of inspiration from others. And that's kind of a natural phase. I encourage you to actively move past it as quickly as you can. If you can move past that phase where you're harvesting inspiration from somebody else or from a group of people outside of yourself, and you begin to create work that's really authentic to you and to your methods and to your voice, you've achieved a level of excellence, a level of professionalism, and your work will show that excellence and that professionalism. Now, all of these are very subjective, but this question in particular is most subjective of all. When you look at your creative history, um, you know your process, you know your flow. Does this piece feel like practice to you? Does it feel like it was kind of rote muscle memory? Does it feel like it was a final masterpiece or somewhere in the middle? If it feels like a practice piece, then it may have some magic because oftentimes practice can have that je ne sais quoi, just energy that you weren't in your head too much and it just has that, that looseness and that vitality to it, awesome. But if it feels like the kind of practice that you're like, I could do better. <laughs> then you know, then you know that that's true. And finally, does it feel different from everything that you've seen up until now? Um, this one can be subjective and it can also be a little bit hard to quantify, but I think that as I said, you will know when your inspiration feels true to you. We're all drawing upon the same pool of inspiration, but I really encourage you to pursue originality. When you can settle into something that feels uniquely you, then you can know that your voice can become big and bold in the world because it is unique. It is something fresh. It is something original. You're creating something that you can go back to time and time again. The problem with synthetic inspiration, which is the way that I kind of quantify inspiration that went through someone's mind and then through your mind, <laughs> that kind of inspiration requires you to follow somebody, right? You're never the one leading. You're always the one following. I want you to be a leader. I want you to come to your creative process knowing that your voice is strong and beautiful and good. And that will take some time. That will take some confidence, which you have. That will take some practice, learning how to use your voice, learning how to control your voice, just like your vocal cords. Singers do this all the time. Learning how to use your voice powerfully and beautifully takes practice. So show up in your creative practice and do your best and become more and more you, more and more original every single time you do. Okay, let's go back to our, to our main point of the day, which is when you know the value of your work, you are able to elevate your work. That's what I want you to settle into today for your very first step. This is the most important part of creating a career. Think about it this way. What if I didn't start here? What if I was like, cool, you have some creative work, let's go sell it. How? What are you talking about? What, is, what does this mean? What is this for? Who is it speaking to? Why does it matter? Can you recreate it? I don't know. Maybe not. 
Starting here with why your work matters to you is the foundation for continuing your creative process, for practicing in your creative work, and of course, for building a creative business. So go back to that, sit with these questions. Again, the questions I want you to think through are, why do you create? What meaning does your creative work bring to the world? How does it benefit the viewer? What messages do you convey through your art? And why do those messages matter? And as you begin to acknowledge that your work matters to you, start with you, always start with you, then you can begin to share it generously with your audience. We'll talk about that tomorrow. Sharing your work with your audience, attracting the right audience to your work, growing a collector base, a fan base, a buyer base, <laughs> um, having people that are surrounding your work, that are excited about your work. That's so very empowering. That's the main focus of making your work also, settling into why your work matters, learning how to elevate your work, and then where we spend a lot of time is how to continuously grow the voice that your work gets to have in the world. And that is where a lot of fun comes in because you begin to market effectively, you begin to attract people to your work effectively, you begin to really shore up the meaning and the message and the value of what you've created. But it all starts with you. It all starts inside of you. So spend time here, do some journaling, go through the worksheet, join me for the live workshop or watch the replay if you're not able to join us live. I'm happy to answer your questions and I'm so happy and thankful that you're here. If you've enjoyed this very first episode, I'd love for you to share it. There's some graphics that you can download and share, put them on Instagram, text them to your friend, put them on a Facebook group, wherever you want to share is fine with me. The graphics are really beautiful and I'd be honored if you would share them and if you would tag me in them. All right, be back here tomorrow for our next lesson, which is all about how to attract people to your art. See you then, bye for now.